0: Hello and welcome to the Motormouth podcast with Harry Benjamin and Tim Sylvie. In this episode, we chat to Bobby Thompson, a 22-year-old British touring car racer and Motormouth ambassador. We've been trying ages to find a time to get Bobby uh, and he was certainly worth the wait frank realistic and pretty chilled revealing all about his career to date the ups and downs he also revealed how boxing could have been an alternative for him plus his sheer determination not to get a real job could have led him to the love island villa i know Uh, we hope you enjoy and don't forget to like and subscribe just search for the motormouth podcast on your favorite podcast platform where you can also leave us a review Uh, and also download the Motormouth app which is available now. You can view live race times, exclusive video content from MMTV, uh, create your own social profile and check up on all the latest happenings with whatever motorsport takes your fancy.
1: So here we are, podcast episode five, and this week we're joined by Bobby Thompson. So um, Bobby, who is born and raised in Hornchurch in Essex, is driving in the British Touring Car Championship this year in the number 19 car for Team Hard um he's come up through their young driver program i think that's right fair to say isn't yeah, it bobby that's yeah correct. um 2017 vw cup champion with six wins and two second place finishes um various lap records at the famous spa francorchamps in belgium numerous uk track records in 2012 he was identified by the msa that's the motorsports association as being a rising star and has competed in the advanced apprenticeship in sporting excellence check you out um, welcome bobby thank you very much We've uh, we got the crowd in uh, for this podcast episode, they mad. A, didn't realise we had such a big crowd I here. Know. I know, okay,
0: settle down please in the back, thank you.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> um, we're over a bit overexcited, we've got our new podcast kit in today. Yeah, you are so actually uh, the
0: first person, uh, this is our fifth podcast now, um, so we've done Karen O'Keefe, Calvin Fletcher, uh, Perry McCarthy, you are the first person that gets the full works for this podcast. I'm very nervous. Yeah, so we've invested, we've invested a lot into you for this. There's
2: so, a lot of sounds on there, I'm yeah. not too sure what are going to come out. I think there's a few
1: more that's going to come later on. <laughs> Harry's like a kid at Christmas. Obviously, yeah. it's so much fun. Leave the buttons. <laughs> um, so, Bobby, welcome. Um, it's great to have you with us. Um, we obviously have met a couple of times now. We saw you at Goodwood recently when we were down there messing around. Um, and, uh, and we're lucky enough to have our logo on your car. We've uh, Twice, in actual fact. Yes, yeah, what, yeah. One, and what, on the helmet. And on the helmet, yeah, helmet that's back true.
2: Helmet. Yeah,
1: yeah. So check it out, all you BTCC fans. We're on, we're on Bobby's car. Um, before we kick off, um, if you do want to follow Bobby on any of his socials, you can do so on his Facebook, Bobby Thompson Motorsport, Twitter, BT Motorsport, or an Insta underscore Bobby T underscore. Um, so Bobby, let's go right back to the beginning. Yeah. Um, Essex-born and bred.
2: Woo. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing.
1: No, there's yeah, two of us good around, around this rice. table, so um, yeah.
2: uh, we're two all good. Two against
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm from Surrey, darling. Uh, like. The other Here side of the m yeah. The posh neighbours. <laughs> the dark side. So take us back to how this all began. You were born in Essex. What happened then?
2: Hmm, where do we start? Um, day one. What was day that like? one. Uh. <laughs> um, Yeah, dad was racing. Yeah, It was all fun. I liked racing. As a young kid, I don't remember actually really, really wanting to do it. I think it's something I just fell into as dad got me a cart, So dad was doing a Euro car, which was similar to BTCC back in the day. And he was awful. Absolutely <laughs> awful. And uh, probably the worst <laughs> driver I've ever seen. And I'm allowed to say that because he's my dad.
1: Does he um, admit that? Uh, or is he like, I'm the best driver that he, there's he's ever still, been?
2: Well, every year it's gone on, he's got better, of course. Um, but yeah, he's real bad and, uh, but my uncle you raced against was real good. So, you know, he was learning off of him all the time and then had me, I started karting and then he was racing on the same weekends as I was and just, thinking more about me yeah. uh, so that's when he thought it was time to hang the overs up and call it a day
1: yeah yeah so he's living his dream through you yeah he's doing 100%. the typical dad thing 100% are you are you an only child or I yeah. oh, say so, yeah it is all on you then yeah. really isn't it yeah, yeah.
2: Spoiled rat.
1: <laughs> so when did you first start competing uh, you went into karts um, as the usual route for racing drivers yeah. when did that all uh, come about
2: Um, like I say eight years old um, just starting club stuff, really. Uh, the local tracks, Bayford, Buckmore Park and Lid. don't even know if some of those are still running nowadays. Uh, and then, like I say, it got more serious entering the British Championship. Um, school took a bit more of a back step, a back foot, I should say. And yeah, that was real serious. She was out every week testing every week racing every week and I think a couple of years we have done 48 weekends of a year so Wow! absolutely flat out
1: was your dad the guy repairing the cart doing all the bits and pieces there because it's an expensive old business carting yeah, yeah. isn't it so how, how were you funding all this and, and who was organising it all for you
2: we were lucky I was involved with a guy called Gary Rolf at Vital Motorsport who still runs a race team Vital Motorsport now and he looked after me, took me under his wing and helped me out massively. To be honest, without him I wouldn't have made it through to cars because it was so expensive to do karting, uh, so yeah he helped pay for a lot of the stuff and um, find found ways to keep going racing with new karts to compete with the quicker boys.
1: Yeah, amazing. It's an expensive game. I think a lot of people don't know, probably aren't that familiar with motorsport, but it, it can cost upwards of hundred grand, can't it, for a, a season in karting?
2: Yeah, yeah, easily. Some of the, uh, some of the guys doing it properly are uh, spending way in the hundreds of thousands, which is ridiculous, really, isn't it? For uh, In terms of when you go into car racing next, no one really cares, in a way, what you've done back then, as long as you learnt your racecraft, that's my opinion, as long as you learnt your racecraft and had fun with your family... I don't think you need to spend all that money do you, in cars.
0: Do you think, well, why Why is it Why is it so, so expensive? Is it because there's demand there so they can just hike up the prices for a car? Or, you know, surely if there's enough of you all think like that, then surely you can just, I don't know, it just seems It just seems like a flawed process yeah. to start a career with.
2: Yeah, don't get me wrong, there are some dads and lads that have got a bit of sense and say, no, we won't spend all that, we'll just do club racing. And a lot of them, some of them are in touring cars now, you know, they didn't do all the big stuff in karting. Um, but then there's guys that are still there my age now that haven't been able to or didn't want to move up because they're so... What's the word I'm looking for? So into putting money into karting and trying to, trying to beat yeah. what they have done the weekend mm-hmm. before.
1: Yeah. Okay. And with karting, some of our guests, or one of our guests, um, Kelvin, who, who yeah. you you may know, um, he missed the whole karting piece because obviously he was busy acting in Emmerdale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much do you think that will affect someone's um, ability to drive a race car if they haven't done the karting piece when they're younger?
2: Um, don't get me wrong, there's still some guys, and still racing at a very high level, that um, didn't do karting, jumped straight in, uh, into cars and done club level car racing and learnt it very quick. Uh, but I think doing karting gives you that base groundworks to race, kart car control, car control, uh, race craft and another thing is how the whole weekend is run you know uh, yeah, knowing that you've got to be as a kid knowing that you've got to be on the grid at this time little things like that that I've always had in my head being on time maybe not so much anymore <laughs> um, but uh, being on bang on time from all to be on the grid all the way up in to my racing now
1: yeah. yeah no that's cool and then after karting tell us about what happened what's your progression right up to present day when you got into British Touring Cars um, uh, my
2: dad
0: bought me a Fiesta to do junior Fiesta racing well, that was my first car a Ford Fiesta a yeah you yeah. could fit in one of those then uh, it was just about wasn't it? <laughs> but I couldn't couldn't go racing in it though yeah
2: no real cool cars real yeah. cool cars uh, we only done a couple of rounds and we done the Henry Sirties karting yeah uh, charity race mm. and uh, we done really well and I managed to get a um, a free test in a F4 car well now F4 is EcoBoost Ford back then yeah mm. Uh, We've done really well. Managed to come to a deal and we managed to do half a year racing that. So the Fiesta sort of stayed in the garage and
1: oh, single seaters. Yeah, Guys going to ask about this. So you you haven't just done the tin tops. No. You've you've done, had had a crack at the yeah. single seaters as I, well.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed it. it was not a bit of me. I like being able to rub doors and yeah, not drive into people, but yeah, doors. <laughs> but, uh, yeah the single seaters is fun. Uh, I knew I'd never make any further than that, you know, F3, and you know, it's just of not afford it. And yeah. for me, to, for sponsors, to sell the whole package, it's hard to sell at a single seat. A lot of those guys come from rich backgrounds. So, mm. uh, yeah, I have got the Fiesta back out and done a couple of rounds and then um, was really looking at VW Cup and that's when I first made that transition from getting rid of the Fiesta to going to VW
1: Cup. And is that when you first came into contact with Team Hard? Yeah,
2: yeah, I think... Um, if I remember rightly, if I think we was so going to meetings and uh, VW Cup meetings and just looking around it, I think Tony see us and uh, caught us quite early doors. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And how do things progress with them? Because you went through their Young Driver programme. Um, they obviously see something in you. They brought you through from the VW Cup into touring cars. What was that process like and how was it for you and your, your dad when that call came to say, right, we're going to push you into the British Touring Car Championship?
2: Well, it was when we won VW Cup in 2017. It actually happened then. We, there was a seat available um, for the last round in 2017, and we called all our sponsors. Look, we need this money together to, you know, to get in there and do the last round. It was literally 10-minute phone call. It was just about to happen, and uh, the driver that the seat we was meant to be taking found the last bit of money, and fair enough, finished the rest of his year. So we thought, you know what, we will take a step back, and we're going to hit it properly in 2018
0: what when um, going up through the, the ranks of the junior program did you because you seem already quite like a you know seem very realistic about your career yeah. uh, especially in the world of racing it's probably quite it's quite hard it's quite easy to get quite hyperinflated within yourself yeah. but did you think the result would be a british a seat with them in british touring cars or or were you just going along for the ride and seeing how far you could take it
2: a little bit going for the ride it's yeah. always been my dream you know even from a kid i never wanted to go f1 ever Really? Uh, Yeah, it amazes me how the guys do go and do it, because I think it's such a big jump from anything. Um, Especially after going to watch it last weekend, you know, the cars are, you know, ridiculous. Um, But, uh, you know, I was always looked up to it massively, touring cars, and now you're here, I think you take it a little bit for granted, especially now my second year in it.
0: Because it's, it's a, you know, a top tier series, let's not forget that as well, yeah. so getting that must have been, when you finally got that seat, mm. it must have been, you, dream country, pinch yourself kind of moment.
2: Yeah, it was, yeah. it really was. Um, media day last year was a bit crazy, you because yeah. you're with guys you've looked up with for years and years and years, uh, after the first year, obviously you're nervous, not so much nervous to race, but nervous uh, to be a part of it all, the whole weekend, Um and then you I just have to keep telling myself I was meant to be here no matter which way I got here through what money or sponsorship or what championship you're meant to be there so uh, and that's what I've carried through to this year
1: mm, brilliant. and how are things going British touring cars obviously it's been it's been challenging you, you've had a, a tricky season at points how are things going what are the ambitions for the future
2: uh, we had a good start the year round one was where I think we should sort of be you know I'm not expecting to win races not with the, the. with Team we've got and the cars we've got, what considering what we're up against. Um, but that's you know, 10th roundabout there, that's where I'd like to be. And um, after that first round, we really struggled to get back to where it was you know, rounds two, three, four, five, you know, 15th was cool, we're doing well, which is not ideal. But after the tyre test the last two days, which I didn't manage to do, but I still turned up, we found something real good. And my teammate Jack Goff is top five in the uh practice sheets for the day so uh you know we think we've found something for the rest of the year
0: how um when you when you have a bit of a, a tricky season a tricky moment how is it re- how do you manage that sort of mentally within yourself is it quite tough because it's because it's so easy to get quite down yourself and have it all quite inwards and and you know be quite you know depressed about it and that kind of thing how do you find that you know way to keep going forward and, and not just you know blame yourself or blame things around you how do you get into that mentality of seeking out those uh, those ways to solve the problems sometimes i
2: don't until yeah. you know I, I really take it on myself and have the raving up and especially if it is my fault you know if you've made a complete cock up grumpy yeah. bobby yeah. comes yeah, out <laughs> on no one talked to me the whole <laughs> way it's not until, it's yeah, yeah it's not until <laughs> i get home sometimes uh, after a race we can have a strong half think about it and mm. You tell yourself sometimes it's not, you know, it's not you, you've proven it before. You know, if you made a mistake, fair enough, you've got to take it on the chin and mm. be a team player, you know, hold your hands up to the boys and say, you know, it's my fault, whatever you've done. But uh, yeah, sometimes you yeah, there's no way around it, you know. But uh, I think it's important, big thing for me, is important just to keep telling myself it's not me sometimes, um, you know, but... Uh, it is difficult, you're
1: right. Mm. How do you get yourself out of that funk when, you, when you've when you had a really bad day at the office and you're just feeling pissed off and you're, the whole, you hate the whole world? Yeah. How do you pull yourself out of that? Is that something with your dad or, you know, do you go and do some other hobby that you enjoy or watch a bit of racing on telly? What brings you out of that mood?
2: Getting away from the track. Yeah. I Don't get me wrong, I stay at the circuit on race weekends, most race weekends, but I really... Uh, don't like it. I like getting away. Yeah.
0: What do I'll you What do you do to get yourself away from from the wild, wild and roads? Do you, do you go on holidays loads, or do you? Yeah. Well, try and, high and high in- interests.
2: Yeah. Get away on the weekends with my pals. You know, I'm mm. not involved in racing. Yeah. So trouble uh, is, even my best best friend races. So uh, <laughs> who's that? It. Who's your best he racing? He racing. Right. Yeah. Pat Kylie. So he races uh, two liter hot rods. Okay. So it's cool to go and see a different sort of racing. Yeah, completely different. Yeah, it's real grassroots. You know. They, I was, went, went with him last night. They're fixing the car on the floor. He's rolling around the floor in his overalls. I'm, yeah. I'm there with a beer, thinking that nah, I could not Absolutely do that. doesn't, doesn't interest <laughs> no, you. Not, no, no, I'll watch you.
1: Well, there'll be some different um, track action um, next weekend because we're going on a stag do together. Oh yes. How oh, are you? So uh, yeah. th- this is how we know each other. So there's there's a guy called Darren Andrew. Yes. Hat, hat tip, Darren. Yes. He's getting married congratulations yeah and uh, Bobby and I are going on his stag do so Darren does sp- uh, sponsorship bits and pieces with Bobby yeah. and um, and that's how we met and, and yeah we're going to um, uh, Melton Mowbray yeah some kart track round there yeah. have you done it before that place never no, first time for me as well. I'm useless no at excuses. karting. No, I'm famously terrible. Like really, really bad. But, but your brother-in-law is oh, very good. Isn't update he? on the brother-in-law. Oh yeah. So sorry. Ah, oh, he's gonna kill me. So he he my brother-in-law Adam. Um, he um he's a good carter, but like really good. Like when we go karting, he destroys us. So, um, I've been bigging him up loads and saying, come on, we need to get you in a race seat here. We need to get, you know, just talk to Bobby, let's get you a test <laughs> with team hard. Yeah. So he got himself in a, in a quite serious endurance race, karting endurance race at, um, I think it was Butmore or, or one of those, um, oh, maybe Daytona, Milton Keynes.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah, big, big
1: one. Yeah. Mm. It's a really, really good one at 10 hours overnight. And, um, he oh. was there were, to be fair, there was only three of them in the team and, uh, the rest of the teams had six, seven, eight people in their team. So the three of them did a 10-hour race, and they were knackered. And Adam was probably the the quickest out of his team, but they came, I think, 24th or 23rd, and it shattered my dreams of making him a professional racing driver.
0: Good work on the sound. That felt appropriate.
1: (laughs) But he's a top-quality carter, but I think he was with a bad team. But it did slightly shatter my illusions. Sorry, Adam. Oh, dear. He would have
2: been doing two-hour stints in a car. Yeah, (sighs) brutal. That'll hurt. Yeah.
1: I spoke to him in the morning. He was a broken man. Yeah. You know, he, he was done. He, yeah, he was he was a puddle yeah. of a human being. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you still do any karting as a form of sort of either fun or like just training or you keeping an keeping uh, ear in it? Or is it kind of you've done that now? You just don't just uh, stick to the I actual cards? I do a lot cars? Of charity events yeah.
2: a lot. I'm doing at the moment one a week. Oh, wow. Uh, for my sponsor, little plug here, GKR Scaffolding. Yeah. I'm doing mm-hmm. a lot for him. Uh, yeah, we do about one a week at the moment. Um, but uh, I wouldn't mind getting back in a. A proper car, you know, like the ones that, yeah, you know, like mm. a British Championship level car. yeah, because um, it just amazed me. I don't know how I used to do it, no, because no. I have a go in these charity carts and I come out with all bruised ribs, oh, it hurts. out of breath,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, you say? you started karting at seven, didn't you? Yes. Or,
2: yeah, I got my first car at seven, proper racing. So day.
1: is that um, Bambino or is that the next one up? Cadet, yeah, Honda Cadet, yeah, yeah, because yeah. we've just my four year old, we've just started watching YouTube videos oh. of the Bambino carts. And his little get five, ready to fork six, out all the money. Tonight. I know. Yep. Yeah. yeah, the wife isn't happy about <laughs> yeah. it, but he loves it. He sits there going, "I want to watch the karting on YouTube." He loves it. And those bambinos can shift.
0: Yeah, you should uh, show
2: him some videos of swimming instead. It's
1: yeah. a, lot <laughs> a little bit cheaper. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so going back to uh, British touring cars. Obviously, got a little break now. When's when's the next race? Fourth of August. Well, so, so what what happens in the, in the time in the interim period? Are you allowed to work? On, are you allowed to do any development with the car in this time off, or is it um, kind of just your your time off from everything now?
2: In terms of me, I like Sam's coaching a lot yep. of other junior Genetta drivers and doing yep. pushing that side of stuff. Uh, the boys back at the team will be. Uh, Flat out working, yeah. I think they want to
0: it's not like an FY where it's a the breaker; they're not allowed to touch. No, the, no, no, yeah,
2: no. So, I think they're going to work on a few different cooling packages, yeah, um, and a few little things with Swindon, the uh, engine guys. Um, so, yeah, there's some stuff we want to work yeah. behind the scenes. Uh, we've got to make this second off season a lot, lot better. So, yeah.
0: ambitions, I suppose, short and long term, what, 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 what are they? Ambitions for the rest of the season and then maybe overall career wise, what are they?
2: Um, rest of the season, try and let's get in that top 10 and stay there you know I want to be if I'm not there at least fighting for it mm. so you know at the moment I feel like I'm just looking at the back of that pack but uh, I think we went the complete wrong way in terms of set up at the start of the year but uh, in terms of uh, uh, long goal stay in touring car. I don't want to be anywhere else unless a, a nice deal come up in terms of GTs or even single-seaters, but I'm a bit, I think, a bit big now for that.
1: People do tend to stick around in um, British touring cars, though, don't they? I mean, you know, Plato, people Mm. like that, they've been around forever. Uh, You know, legends when I was growing up, and they're still going. Yeah, it's a perfect weekend. Does the
0: idea of it being, obviously, all the races are in the UK, is that also a a kind of plus, really?
2: Yeah, I think in terms of sponsors as well, it's hard to go to a sponsor unless they're internationally known, you know, got, for example, my... GKR sponsor they they don't do any business outside the UK so you can't really go yeah. and do well with yeah. touring car or TCR in Europe mm. you know they've just got no benefit for them
1: yeah yeah so what what causes this disparity then between you and the pack that you're chasing is it a setup issue uh, you know what what creates or what's going to close that gap
2: we went the wrong way in terms of damping so dampers on the car we mm-hmm. went the complete wrong way which we Felt worked, felt that worked, and we was chasing something that wasn't there. Yeah, um, and up until a couple of days ago, I was sitting here thinking, "Where is it?" I literally end to my engineer, just talking on the phone every day, thinking, "Where is this little golden setup?" And it seems like the boys have found it.
1: And is it is there is money involved here? Like, do the, do the top teams a bit like F one? carry a bigger budget therefore can do more development is does that have a bearing
2: yeah they'll have they'll go testing and have 10 different sets of dampers ready waiting so as the car comes in car up on jacks god knows how long it takes but those dampers off next one's on out yeah where it takes us we've got only a few sets of dampers and longer to try these you know different
1: components is mid-season testing allowed
2: yeah, I think we can we can go to every circuit we've already been to
1: on the the calendar. So we could go right. Donington. That's a I good place really. to test. Yeah, them.
2: yeah. Uh, But for example, we can't go Knockhill.
1: Yeah, yeah. So is is Team Hard? It's an independent team. Yeah. So who who's funding this? Is it all sponsor funded, or is there is there other money within the the team ownership? So the team
2: will have their sponsors, um, and uh, drivers bring their own. Budget with their sponsors, yeah. But even the you know the guys that sponsor the team, I still see them as my sponsors because it's all going in the same big pot to pay for the motorsport, and I think that's how every team does it. Yeah, you know, um, they're still without them. You know, the team sponsors, I won't be racing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm keen to get your views on Formula One. Harry and I were talking a good word about the state of Formula One and went on a rambling effort about what yeah, we, so think we really people to can do to, for, to improve it. Yeah. Yeah, we, we kept going for about six whole minutes. Yeah. I know, it didn't it. make
0: it, not all of it made the cut, uh, no. but, <laughs> the, the final edit. Yeah. But yeah, we managed to keep going for a little while.
1: Yeah. Um, so what, what's your thoughts on the state of Formula 1 now I don't know whether you've seen the new regulations which they've just released mm. um, ground effect and all those bits and pieces so what do you think about Formula 1 what's your view on it
2: it's a shame because what it could be is incredible and what's hard being a racing driver that doesn't race in F1 is to the general general public that doesn't get motorsport uh, they think just motorsport is only F1, don't realise there's another big world out there of racing. Is they see that, think it's boring, and think that's it, the whole of motorsport's
1: boring. Yeah. You know,
2: matter of people I've spoken to come along and watch touring cars and oh, all that racing stuff's boring. No, F1's boring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, touring uh, cars is mental. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's a shame. Um, I think it's hard because there's so much money being put into F1. So, you know, it's hard to steer. You know, the, say for example, the Ferrari boys—they're they, spending so much more than the blokes at the back. Um, it's hard to get them to stop spending that amount of yeah. money. So I, everyone's equal.
1: I tell you what, though, the last couple of weeks has been awesome. You got Silverstone Grand Prix, which is pretty cool. The race was pretty good. You have got rich energy. Chucking grenades everywhere. I'm loving it. Oh, my God. That's I think it's what, what one needs. I don't
2: understand it too much. Basically,
1: from what I understand, their CEO, I can't remember his name. Um, story. i we'll have to Google it. A, the bearded something chap. Something Story, I think yeah, his name is. Yeah, yeah. Him. So he's this sort of rogue CEO, and he put out a tweet without any authorization from the board or whatever, over the Grand Prix weekend, or just before, maybe the Thursday or the Friday, saying um, something along the lines of... Um, as of, we're immediately terminating our partnership um, with uh, with Haas um, down to poor performance. He talks about the, the politics and the PC attitude of Formula One generally, and uh, and just chucked this out there, and it went it went nuts. It had mm. something like three and a half, four thousand replies pretty quickly. Mm. Um, and um, he wanted all the logos immediately off the car and all the team collateral, which they didn't do. All, all the stuff is still there, and they're yeah. trying to rectify it. It's like, what's going on? But what a cool thing for us to have as as viewers, uh, uh, yeah, um, to
0: to see that to the PC up. sponsor go, going rogue, yeah, really. Yeah. And apparently, everyone else is only the CEO who doesn't want. That. Well, that's the rumour mill. How it appears yeah. online, it's only the CEO the, the CEO there. that's the problem. All the other shareholders are. Don't, don't are like happy to stay on board and all yeah. that kind of thing. So now they've ousted him or something yeah. like that, or he's set, setting up a whole new company. It's a lot of drama. He's yeah. even
1: posted tweets of contracts and letters and stuff. Yeah. It's it's mad. How can you do that? I did I see know. a
2: crazy. Instagram post from I think it was Rich Energy Netherlands, yeah, and saying they disagree
0: with what the UK are. Oh yeah, so, it's so, yeah. a bit I, of a mess. But
1: it's all weird because have you ever drunk a Rich Energy drink? Or have you ever seen one? I've
0: never. Not you don't even see them yeah. like your local
1: Sainsbury's. You yeah. don't yeah. see
0: them in the uh, in the drinks aisle. You can tell he's posh.
1: He shops in Sainsbury's.
0: Sainsbury's. Oh, Sorry.
1: Uh, Aldi and co-op over here.
0: Uh, To be fair, co-op. Got an NUS card. (laughs) Get 10% off. Do you? I
2: know they're involved with a good friend of mine, Toby Sowery. Oh, yeah. uh, He races over in the States. Oh, he's in the States now? Maybe they're bigger
0: in America. Maybe. Uh, But, well, they claim they're, they're better than Red Bull and they're basically... A Red Bull copy, aren't they? Yeah, like yeah, but that. So, but that. The whole, I suppose, overarching point is that that you know, little things like that make Formula One so much more entertaining oh, overall God, because yeah. everyone's getting involved on social media. Everyone's seen this and gone, "Oh my God, what's going on in Formula One? It's amazing." This team, who's kind of a midfield team, the first American team, they're having all these crazy things going on with their sponsor. That added to a pretty good race at Silverstone, a pretty good race in Austria as well. Um, makes that makes it. You know, we 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 always complain about Formula One. I always say this. We always complain about it. Um, but they provide us with um, pretty good rate well they provide us with really good races when, uh, but not not frequently enough. So how it, we just you know we, is this like the new ground effects thing and, and making changes like that? That must be a good a good thing overall for not just Formula One but to encourage people to enjoy motorsport more.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think it makes it a little bit more exciting, doesn't it? Um after watching how they got on at Silverstone, they really struggled. Haas they yeah. really
1: struggled. They, so they've, I don't had a know how they've taken it. <laughs> yeah, they need to get rid of Grosjean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loves yeah. a crash. Though. He, he loves great. a crash <laughs> <laughs> in a pit lane. And yeah. mm-hmm.
0: um, just uh, going, so to talk, to going back to you once for a second, Bobby, because you are here, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> talk about uh, it's uncertain times for for Haas, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, have you and are you always thinking about you know what? do you have a backup plan when when it comes to sorting things out in your career? Have, what, what's been sort of your most uncertain time so far in your career? Uh, I lost a sponsor of mine back in 2017 actually so I just made
2: VW Cup, done yeah. really well in our first year um, and lost, that is, no, it's twenty uh, sixteen. Okay. So, yeah, how long have I been doing VW cut? That makes me feel old.
1: You're twenty two, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I was shocked
0: when you when I found out you were twenty two. Hey, you're really? twenty two, well, aren't 22, you? are 22 i two. I thought you were so much older. Not Thank in a bad you. way, but I just thought you just came across so much older. Thank you. I feel like I it, the, the dad of the group. I mean, you you are a little bit. T- <laughs> I'm thirty eight. Oh my wow. god! Don't say that. No. It's oh, depressing. You need a showbiz age. Yeah. No. yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm twenty two. There yeah, you that's go. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, so 2016, I lost a sponsor, and actually, I pursued boxing. No, yeah. really? Yeah, I didn't. I, I was actually quite against motorsport. I think it was a little bit more. Well, it wasn't good to me, so I don't care. I a bit of an arrogant. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm
1: crossing my fingers because I want to come back to the boxing. So yeah, carry on.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, and I tried to go completely different. I was. I tried to sign up to some TV stuff. I wanted to go completely. I don't want to get a proper job yet yeah. <laughs> you know let's do it properly
0: what, what kind of TV stuff
2: I'm not telling you
0: was it pull right. on. <laughs> was it stuff like I'm imagining like The
1: Chase or no, like no 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 like Love, to do Island. Love Island <laughs> Love Island you'd be great on Love Island <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. it's, a, it's a classic Essex yeah, yeah it's an Essex move
1: that is yeah I
0: don't want to who wants a proper job I, I'm know? fully for it yeah exactly. definitely if you can get on it you've it. got a missus now though haven't you I have I've
1: got a missus okay um, She's not You've got no plans to be on Love Island, not right? At all. Just to uh, <laughs> get you out of trouble here. Yeah, yeah, thank
2: you Out of the doghouse. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was talking to this guy, Palmer Sport. Oh yeah, 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 well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Over at Palmer Sport, and uh, I was telling him how much I was against racing, and yeah. he sort of talking about motorsport. And that later that day, adds me on LinkedIn. Yeah. Within two days, he's sponsored me, and he's still sponsoring me today. Amazing. So he literally. Uh, I got involved with. Uh, there's a dog nearby. <laughs> I could hear a dog barking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, later, you know, a couple of weeks later, I was talking to Tony Gillam. I needed a cheap drive and very last minute and in we go and win the championship. So it was really switch around. Of I hate motorsports. Actually yeah. I actually do you like it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. What were you doing at Palmer Sport? Working there or was it... Yeah, yeah. just as an instructor, yeah. Loads of guys seem to do that. What it's, Claire, a, it's a common trend for Cal- young...
0: Callan does it as well. It's there, a common yeah. trend for young racing drivers, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you think a lot of us we
2: can't get a proper job because you can't have holiday days off we're away racing all the time and testing you know i may be called up today i've got a test booked for friday yeah. you know or whatever so uh it's real last minute stuff so you can't have a job where you know that uncertainty yeah. so uh yeah i worked at palmswalk for a while and it sort of got me into the way of being able to got me better in car because you're in a race car every day and then uh got me coaching other race drivers and that's what I'm mainly doing now coaching mm. other other race drivers but I still go and do the odd day now and then yeah, right
1: yeah. I love it there it's amazing It's good laughing. yeah
0: do you when you're coaching do you impart is your sort of advice and coaching mainly just to what you're seeing on the track or do you ever feel like you can give career advice as well at the same time like what do you what do you wish you'd known at the start of your career that maybe you could then impart to these young young guys
2: uh, Be more mature at a young age. No, that's what I hurt really? massively. Yeah, I remember racing with Callan and Keith actually, oh, yeah. and he was quite mature at you know only at like fifteen, fourteen, where I was really immature And it, it. hurt my my driving with I couldn't give the feedback that a lot of the other drivers. Mm. Want. I don't know if that's because I'm a lo- only child. I don't, I'm not too sure, but I was just a lot more immature in in my motorsports. That's what I'd say back to myself
1: you know okay. man up man, man up, up man grow up, up Bobby yeah. for goodness sake <laughs> yeah Cannon's got a good head on his shoulders yeah. actually that very, came across yeah. when we met him um, very mature guy for, yeah. for his age um, just going back to the boxing thing so I love boxing okay. I'm big into heavyweight boxing I love it can't get enough of it and yeah. it's an amazing thing at the moment with all the you know AJ losing Tyson yeah. Fury Wilder Ruiz were you into the, Is this a thing of yours is this a bit of a passion
2: it's not anymore because yeah. it hurts so much.
1: Did you used to do it then?
2: Yeah, a little bit. I need a little play. Your, your
0: head—is this boxing your heads unprotected, or yeah, it do you was, have some yeah. sort of yeah? Okay, I was sparring,
2: I was protected, but it still hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've got a pretty face. I don't want to break but it. You don't, yeah. Wanna, yeah. I don't I want to damage that pretty
0: face. That. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Love
1: I mean, Island didn't agree, exactly. but uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I enjoyed it. I will definitely go back. It's something I wish I'd done when I was
1: like Yeah, kids, it's six, a. Cool, I think seven. it's a great thing to do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, I'd advise anyone to do it. Um, it's very tactical as well. Yeah. As a sport, you know, you, everyone thinks, you know, when you're up down the pub watching the big heavyweights fight, oh, hit him, hit him yeah, yeah. <laughs> down the pub having a beer. But uh, no, it's it's a lot harder than that. It's that. The main part is not being hit yourself. is hard, mm. Yeah, because yeah, it hurts. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, do you think um, Joshua should take the rematch with Ruiz? Yeah, I
2: do. Yeah, I do. yeah He's prove uh, the doubters wrong. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think that's all big. Big, big controversy that is. It can't that
1: can't have been true? No way, yeah. Well, there was a lot of rumours, wasn't there, yeah. about you know him being knocked out in sparring and sparring and various yeah. other bits and pieces. He had a panic attack, you know, and his dad had a big go at uh, Eddie Hearn in the ring, didn't he? After, yeah. after the after the, um, the loss, it's a it's a brilliant time to be uh, a, a British boxing fan or just a boxing fan in general. It's yeah. uh, it's an interesting time, but anyway, listen. I really don't not, know my boxing, I'm afraid. No, the you Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's quite handy, actually.
0: Is he good? That yeah. Means. I mean, boxing. he's he's not going to have a career now with boxing. Sure, no, his, his career, career now. is now modelling and yeah. social media influence. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but he's that's the only kind of boxing I can relate to. I'm afraid
2: yeah. he'll get a lot of deals. Ooh, depends. He'll get a lot of sponsorship deals. Boxing. Films, yeah. Boxing gloves. Yeah. stuff
0: And yeah. Yeah. He'll be uh, probably like a probably be a commentator or whatever yeah. as well. It, yeah.
1: I love Tommy. He's, he's quite good, good to be fair. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe
0: he's brothers
1: are they brothers they're half brothers oh, oh, okay. what him and Tyson Fury yeah. Yeah. I think they're half brothers yeah that explains a lot same dad I think yeah. oh okay yeah. he's a much very better difficult. looking mm. yeah. Yeah.
0: very difficult to believe they were related
1: I'm a bit of a Tommy Fury fanboy if I'm honest really yeah like him he's come across and quite well to be and brother. I like Molly May as well
0: oh, she's a lovely girl she's are they, nice she's she a lovely young lady yeah <laughs> are they your picks
1: to win Love Island this year oh. yeah I think so yeah I'm shocked do you watch it yeah Really Every day Wow Yeah if we if we don't watch it we're, We've recorded it And we'll have a marathon Catch up session yeah. Really oh, I
2: love it There's been some weirdos This year though
0: Yeah a Complete weirdo oh, yeah. It's not been the best year uh, They've had no. I think two years ago It was one of the best years They had with like yeah. Chris Hughes And people like that oh, I yeah. think that was one of the best years Oh yeah
1: mm-hmm. Chris and Cam. Chris and Ken Chris and Ken Anyway we digress <laughs> Sorry well there you go <laughs> That's
0: why this podcast Is for everyone and anyone Boxing and Love Island Boxing and Love Island All make an appearance <laughs> Um what are you what are you really rubbish at
1: Bobby hmm. you're not football. rubbish at your hair look at that yeah. look at that yeah. dude nice little uh, whiff yeah, dude, going I haven't had yeah. that uh, <laughs> <so. laughs> shown your age thank you uh,
2: um, football oh yeah rubbish yeah, at football really, really? no matter uh, even when I tried playing loads at school it just didn't get any better did you go to school in Essex yeah where which school oh, uh, Emerson Park School oh okay no, where did know. you go Chigwell oh uh, you a bit further out
0: yeah, yeah, I'm. Well, I say I'm further in, I suppose, because I'm nearer London, I think. I not know.
2: Oh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah,
0: because you're further out. Yeah. Was, you're, yeah. Anyway, Essex, digress. Yeah. But okay, <laughs> you so. You don't f- sound that Essex, though. No, though. no. I've lost the twang. Yeah, well, I never really had it. I'm not. I mean, I was born in East London, to be precise, so yeah. I'm not even in East London, really. But. Um, Acting school dragged it out of you, didn't they? really yeah. did. you become quite posh. Um, <laughs> anyway, that went off about me. So you're rubbish at <laughs> football. Yeah, real yeah, bad at football. Same, I can relate. Who do you support?
2: West Ham if I had to oh. I um. not, I'm into it and I'll watch it and I'll go and watch watch as much as you like but it's not, it doesn't
0: what, what position were you playing at school uh, anywhere anywhere really I oh, yeah. see. I was the biggest kid so they stuck me in goal and I was rubbish <laughs> I could barely take a bloody goal kick really it was terrible if
1: you can cover the goal with your I body I can cover the
0: goal yeah but I couldn't take a goal kick I hated every minute of it really one time I let in 12 goals I subbed out for the other goalie who then let in another 8 and <laughs> I felt way better about myself it was, it was literally yeah. like, horrific um, okay,
1: good football. Shall S- should we try the uh, the weird question that that stumped Perry? The one to ten. Oh yeah, yeah. Go on. Okay. I'm gonna. We can always edit this one out if it mm. doesn't work. So, um, on a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to use the number seven. How weird are you? My girlfriend and my mum and dad would say twelve. oh, uh, wow, that's, that's high, right. I'd off I'd the say scale. Too. Myself. You don't think you're weird? Not really, no. Why do you think your mum and girlfriend think you're weird? because I spend a lot
2: of the time walking around the house naked oh probably <laughs> that's an exclusive hello ladies <laughs> there we go I think <laughs> I
0: feel like this. oh crazy. no wrong one. Oh no oh no I was going to go for that one I didn't oh. know if it was appropriate or not <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> um, no I,
2: yeah I, I think they'd say a strong 12
0: strong
1: 12 and
2: dad, yeah they've been with me since day dot obviously <laughs> so I've seen I, I,
1: I can sense weirdness in there <laughs> yeah I feel like there's a weird bobby in there somewhere yeah, don't definitely. you definitely mm-hmm. <laughs> Harry's nodding, Yeah, <podding>. no. yeah. <laughs> uh, is Bobby full name or is it Robert? Robert. Bobby's not
2: even my name.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Robert so you're Robert. David. Oh, my. Thompson. My but, middle name's David. Yeah, David, David okay. William. But when you're racing, is is it Bobby? Yeah. on on the stu- on the tv and all that yeah, but yeah. On tv
2: yeah i think it's only robert at the doctors <laughs> and they're calling me out and i'm looking who's robert <laughs> or if you're in trouble yes, yeah, yes. robert roberto tonsini is my italian name yeah
1: as well. yeah yeah <laughs> um on your just going back to your racing quickly and your dad it's yeah. paul isn't it your dad yeah, paul. So is he still heavily involved i've met him once or twice at a racetrack but is he still come to all your races and, and get in the mix
2: yeah, he's still involved. He's uh, actually, him and Darren, like we spoke about earlier, yeah. you know, absolutely flat out, non-stop, trying to find sponsors. On race weekends, dads took a bit of a back step because we clashed, and I think you see that of all drivers and their dads. Uh, we don't argue, we just bicker. We want the same thing. Yeah, We're after the same result, um, but we just have the uh, different ways about going
0: yeah. about it, you know? Yeah. Who yeah. was your, did you have an idol growing up, racing driver uh, or otherwise?
2: Racing driver, I'd say James Hunt. That's yeah, a bit of me that is. Mm. Um, Motorsports lost that. Um, drivers have got a bit about them, as I'd say a bit. So,
0: so when you're you coaching know. these young drivers, do they have any idols from the current generation? You know, of Formula One drivers or other other sports? Because it is hard to I don't to know. So a
2: couple of them. Some of the juniors, I say, i oh, come with me, come over to my garages, and I don't know. Jack Goff will walk past. Yeah, go, there's Jack. Oh right, okay. And yeah, and think nothing of it. Yeah, but you know, although. They're only fourteen, so me and Jack, who I think Jack's twenty-seven, something like that. That's, it's that, hard to see that as a, you know, it's, he's been around for a long time for that. Mm.
0: But it's, it's funny, like, would you, funny to think that perhaps people idolise Max Verstappen, but yeah. you know, he is what's is he now twenty, oh, twenty, twenty, twenty-one. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But you know, you think, oh wow. god, like, yeah. and he's someone's idol and what someone strives to be yeah. like. You know, rightly so because he's done, he's had an amazing career. But at that age, it's just hard to comprehend.
2: I think outside of motorsport um, Idris Elbar yeah yeah. he just does everything yeah as, I, he really fascinates me he does DJing I think yeah. he's done a bit of racing has he I think he yeah. uh, he's done he's been to boxing. a few races as well doing DJ sets yeah. as well DJ he, acting phenomenal mm. actor I think that I see him as a bit of an idol he's just conquering absolutely everything
0: he, he's, he he's, he's been on songs as well he sings songs like raps as he? well yeah he's great he's Alba. incredible DJ really. well. we need him on our little soundboard yeah we do Alba on there. Yeah, he's a cool dude yeah. yeah he's a very cool dude that's yeah. not a bad time.
1: I saw Daniel Craig at the weekend did you? yeah what? he Where? was at the, at the F1 oh okay I was in the paddock yeah you of know. Course. Yeah. as you do yeah and uh, Daniel Craig came uh, strolling out of the Red Bull um, motorhome with an entourage of people uh, you, did you go to the paddock while you were there
2: no I was in BRDC oh,
1: um, three beers in they are nice yeah. um, I was <laughs> working in. unfortunately uh, no beers yeah. in um, but that um, the Red Bull motorhome is ridiculous it is huge I mean it's like a it's a big house yeah. it's, it's an a, energy station isn't yeah, that the correct yeah it it's it's yeah. incredible it's incredible but he was there I saw a few, a few famous faces yeah. um, but the best one and I got a selfie I'll show you later with Philip Schofield wow. no way yeah And I met his dad. Oh, we've got to get him. We should have get him on oh, here massive error oh he would have been great oh. it's the time he still might be in love yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: is this morning
1: still on I think it's just coming to an end love yeah. Philip
0: oh god Je- because he, he is one of my
1: idols Philip yeah. Schofield yeah. oh my god that he did a hot incredible. lap with uh, with Pirelli it was amazing yeah. really wow. really cool yeah and his dad um, was a lovely bloke as well I saved his dad because he tripped and I caught him wow Yeah. Man. so he owned he you run? one as well definitely owe me one they oh need my to come god. on yeah. okay
0: well we'll work on that one that's for after um, a few questions, just sort of randomly thrown at you. Um, Formula E or Formula One?
1: Formula E. Oh, really? Hello. You're yeah, one of the one first people another.
0: to say that.
1: I'll take a Formula E drive right now. Yeah. Well, well, they, they they pay, pay well, well, don't they? Yeah. They pay well. Well, I well, saw Lucas Degrassi tweeted
0: this morning that since season one, uh, the the base rate for for salaries for Formula E drivers is now ten times yeah. higher than it was in season one. Mm. So it's the highest paid motor racing outside of Formula 1
2: yeah I think it's cool
0: just I, I can't get into it. it you can't get into it not really I've tried this, I'm a bit behind on this season but from what I've seen it's like they've had 9 different winners from 13 races the title went down to the final round the crashes they have in their own are just yeah. because they just drive over each other the cars. Yeah. that's the thing with Formula 1 if you have a crash it's very unlikely the car's going to come back from that Whereas in Formula E, they just get, get back oh, going again. Yeah. It just doesn't affect them, which is brilliant. It's I need to be
1: convinced, but we, we've got Nikki Shields on here in a few weeks. Mm. So um, I'm sure she'll put her case across. But I just, I don't know. It's just not floating my boat at the moment. I, I, I get it. It's just the, watching it on TV, I just struggle. I can watch an F1 race from start to finish. Formula E, for some reason, I'm struggling.
2: Yeah, I think I enjoy maybe being a driver, knowing mm. what it feels like the cars move around they're on Mm. road tyres it may sound a bit weird and unprofessional in a way I think being uh, you know a higher level motorsport on road tyres but they they move around the, the guys drive into each other the tracks are a little bit silly aren't they but yeah
0: um, but well, they're coming to London next next year next yeah. season around uh, the Excel Arena I think yeah. they're, they're going around they're the XL, in the around yeah. and all that because they did so Bassey
1: Park was it Bassey Park yeah. yeah Bassey yeah, Park was I the first, was first, was first
0: yeah. that, didn't, that didn't go down well but if you no. see
2: one on a proper circuit where you know say Donington Park is so wide they look very very slow
0: yeah, Honestly, that's why, yeah. isn't it? Because they look, it looks yeah. like they, they did race, they race in uh, Mexico and it, on, a, on, a, right. on a revised uh, track, but even yeah. there, because the, because the, the main straight there is so wide. Yeah. And even, they cut it halfway, but even that's long. Those cars just don't look good on, on a full out circuit. No. Which is why, obviously, they race around these sort of a man-made street yeah. circuits
1: yeah and they want the audience don't they they, they go city centres so people can walk there and it's easy and they'll, they'll know they fill the stands and that's part of it because it's spreading the electric green, green
0: energy yeah. zero emission message as well by being in a city centre yeah so right. that's interesting that you would choose Formula E over Formula
1: 1 what about um, Robo Race so we, we at Goodwood we went over to see the Robo Race <laughs> <boys>. <laughs> no jobs there for you though yeah <laughs> no. well, well, they, they, got, they share it don't they the Le
2: Mans looking thing yeah. now, the LMP. yeah, yeah.
1: that's the one we saw um, yeah. DevBot 2 I DevBot believe, 2 is, the, uh, is so what they're calling it
2: what you'd do is you'd do your bit get out and yeah.
1: then do the other two hours it, if you have a sleep yeah, yeah. perfect yeah, ideal that's nice yeah yeah open a couple of tinnies (laughs) exactly (laughs) crack on robot
2: (laughs) Um, I think the technology's great but not a bit of me nah It'd be good to watch them race, get a load of them, chuck them all in, watch a race once, and then after that, I think I wouldn't.
1: A bit gimmicky. Yeah, yeah. Chance it again. It's clever tech. Yeah. I went to their factory not long ago. It's amazing what they're doing. Oh yeah, I bet. Um, and uh, and like you said, when we went and saw that car at Goodwood, they mm. sort of injected some personality into it. Yeah, it's got lights on it now. They, yeah. I think they're developing some sounds for it, so which would be quite cool. So it's not just that sort of electric sound you, yeah. you'd hear, sort of like a Tron esque or like yeah. a Star Wars noise as the car I flies past. Like they could past.
0: go down a robot wars kind of route with, with it. it. You know, yes. almost get a load together and have people sparing it off from either yeah. side you, you could give them weapons you could weaponize them yeah I think we just found the road I think we just made the Roborace series oh. happen yeah. yeah
1: give them a few cannons and some yeah. you know knives we'll, we'll have the to wheels. go out to the race and pitch over, this to them yeah, yeah. yeah. drive over turtles turtle shells.
0: <laughs> oh, <there you're> <laughs> what? Yeah. we don't condone running animals over on this show <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, you said uh, you. What was your first? What was you know your? You, I had a Ford Fiesta as my first car. What was
2: yep. your first car? Uh, a Mercedes very A Class. That's posh. Oh, oh, that's very smart. You
0: done very well there. Have yeah. you still? Are you still have driving that now? Or? No,
2: that's gone. Yeah. But I'm another sponsor plug here. I'm allowed to do these. Yeah, are yeah, yeah. 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 Go for, for your AMT life. Amt Vehicle Group. They look after me, so they get new car. One more time. Amt Vehicle Group.
1: <laughs> it's like mellow <laughs> magic. Yeah. <laughs> what do they do for all your vehicle needs? <laughs>
2: um. They any car you want they'll get it for you there you go yeah, yeah. hire and lease anything you like you want a car go to them uh, I'd like a car uh, I'd li- not yeah. for free oh <laughs> uh, yeah they've give me a brown new Mercedes A class
0: nice oh yeah? so you're a Mercedes you love a Mercedes
2: it? yeah I thought why change
0: mm. but uh, would you look at something doing although they're not in it now but DTM would you I'd
1: love to yeah Love DTM. I'm, yeah. I'm a big We're fan of DTM. Yeah, that was my fans. first
0: racing series that I ever watched outside of Formula One when really? I first got into it. And it's I was mega. like, oh my god, because I'm a big Paul DeResta fan. I'm yeah. desperate to get him on here. But I, so I just followed him to DTM and I was a bit late to it all, but then yeah. I then I was like, Oh my god, I'm hooked. And now yeah. I'm Mercedes yeah. left Aston Martin in now. So
2: I was teammates with his brother a couple of years ago, Stefan Dresser. Oh really? Yeah. 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 There's in yeah. Harry. That's there you, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hook hook us up. Paul to reply you to my yeah, that's
0: the th- yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what it that's is, all right? Yeah, <laughs> I can do that. Just a big fan of him. Uh, I think he's a good driver. But well, yeah, well, okay. What, what, what do you like about DTM? I love the fact that they they can. I mean, they, they did have an issue one season where they were. It was very much a bit like Formula One where they would they crash into each other and then that would rule the car out. Yeah. And there is still a little bit. A little bit now. It's, it's quite a fragile touring car series, I would suggest.
1: There's a lot of bodywork, isn't there? It's yeah. Very but, but
0: they have this year got rid of that and it doesn't have much. Uh, it doesn't have as much of an effect. Which I think is a great thing because they can. You do get that archy bargy, and also there, you know, there was. I Aston Martin are brand new to the series, so they are playing a bit of catch up at the moment. But the racing is so close, and you know, you're not, you don't know. Again, it's a bit like before, Formula E. You don't know who's going to win each round. Um, And having those big German manufacturers, you know, BMW and Audi fighting out with, you know, when it was Mercedes, and now Aston Martin as well, which is great to have sort of a British name in there too, fighting it out. Those massive names for for manufacturer. Cars to go racing round, yeah. you know, round. They're not just in Germany either, you know. They now, they're now at yeah. Brands Hatch. Yeah. Um. I think, I think it's one of the best series though. I think it's quite underrated actually. I think Gerhard Berger, who actually runs it all now, he said recently he wants to go and see if they can get um racing around Monaco.
1: Oh. Which I think, if they can fit around there, then yeah. yes, at one hundred percent. Well, overtaking would be tricky in those things around Monaco because they are wide, aren't they? Mm.
0: But the good thing is they can overtake. they can RG Barge and it's not gonna yeah, like you push know, push unless push. they're going to a wall then yeah but they yeah. can go door to door and it would be alright but yeah that's my spiel for DTM oh, I like it <laughs> yeah. and what is it about Paul De Resta that you, you're you yeah. interested in I think he was done over in Formula 1 and I don't think he helped himself at times but I think he was done over in Formula 1 I think he's just as good as Nico Hülkenberg yeah. um, and uh, I think he was yeah screwed oh. out of f1 drive
1: talking of talking of which yes but should we test Bobby
0: Well yeah so we've got a little game lined up which uh, we want to you're the first person we're gonna try out on this so we've got three um, bits of team audio from Formula One okay uh, and we want you for a point. Uh, and you're going to be at the top of the leaderboard, whatever happens. Oh, we're um, going to do a leaderboard. I think we should. This is great. So, you're, but, And you're the first one. So regardless of how well you do, you're going to be at the top. Yeah. Look, I made a square and everything on my piece of paper. You've, You've given me one of the names. The, the name... Did I give it away? No, I think you, think you gave you it away already. the podcast. But, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to play what, this first. So one point for naming the driver mm-hmm. and another point for the situation, mm-hmm. uh, if you get that the context of, of it. And... Yeah. A special bonus point yeah. for the track.
2: Country? Oh, You can do
0: track or country. Okay. okay. Alright, so here is uh, team message number one. Hurry up and get out of here. We've got a race to do.
2: Lewis Hamilton whilst Vettel was being. Hmm, maybe Vettel. Mm. Definitely somewhere in red. Lewis Hamilton barged someone out the way or come behind someone whilst he was doing an interview. Yeah.
1: yeah. That is correct. Yeah. That is good.
2: Country, I'm gonna just go America, USA.
0: I
1: don't even know. I don't actually know. <laughs> Where's <laughs> my What's phone? <laughs> Hang on, talk amongst yourselves.
0: <laughs> so, you get one point for Lewis Hamilton, you get another point for the context. Uh, and Tim's still looking it up. So, what well, you got two points for that one, yeah. Well, that's two points overall. Uh, let's go, let's go and move on to the second one while Tim finds out where that actually one you can two. tell we've that's rehearsed this prep, one. Poor prep, okay. Number two, I'm hanging here like a cow.
2: Holkenberg when he is hanging upside down in Dubai or Abu Dhabi, same part of the
0: world. Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hanging
2: upside down in a Renault.
0: Yes, how, how for for a non-point, how did he get had that happen? Do you remember?
2: Trying to hang around the outside on that silly little kink, didn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember it. It was Grosjean as well. Of course, it was. He probably should have given
2: the corner, really. Yeah. I remember it. He should have given the corner. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: was at that race and um, I remember watching that because it was near the start finish line and. when we were there, everyone thought he was in serious trouble. Like really? everyone was panicking, like mouths open, head I think in he their said hands. There was, there was fire. There was well, fire. Yeah, yeah. That, he was like, "Get me the
0: uh,
1: out of here!" You know. And then yeah. the cow thing happened. I think. I think
0: the year before, Pascal Verlein had a very similar crash in his. Um, I don't know if it was a Sauber when it was with uh, what they called Manor. Yeah. Uh, very similar in, in uh, or maybe that's Singapore. I, I can't find the answer to that. Okay, well, well, well say that retrospectively. So it was USA. It was USA. Alright, we'll give you <laughs> we'll give you three for yeah. uh, Lewis Hamilton. So you've got Nika Hulkenberg you've got the track and you've got the content. So that's another three points. So it's three points maximum for each uh bit of team audio. Final point. Uh final uh team audio even. Here we go.
1: So box, 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 box. Keep you now. But stay, but stay <laughs> <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> I love that one.
2: Any ideas? It. I remember that was this year. I'm sure that was this year. I remember watching it, but I'm, I know it's Lewis. 100% yeah. All right, you get one for that. I don't know which track. None. I remember watching it because I'm thinking... Tim doesn't know I'm, either.
1: I'm
0: <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that was... Um, uh, I want to say that was... I don't think it was this year. I think it was last year. Was it? I think it was uh, Lewis Hamilton. I'm ignoring whether to go to the pit lane. Mm-hmm. He didn't know. The team didn't know. They were waiting for someone else to go into the pit yep. lane. And I think it was... I don't want to say it was Silverstone last year or it Ooh, was yeah. um, somewhere where you can dive into the pits quite last minute.
1: Who knows? Who knows? What's Do you not know? Like, I, I didn't know we were going to score this segment. I, we I we, sh- we should have prepared properly. I've got
2: a feeling it was the track Real long back straight. Come to a hairpin. In like, I think it's Singapore. Real, real, real long back straight. We'll <laughs> give
0: you. Come we'll give you one for that one. We'll if,
1: if afterwards we find out what it was, I'll, we'll I'll we'll edit, top edit, up your edit, scores. Edit,
0: edit magic. Uh, magic yeah. editing. Um, so after that, it's out of a maximum of nine points. I think uh, you scored currently seven. scored seven. seven seven points. So that puts oh you. But we we'll at the top of the
1: leaderboard. Ooh, thank you. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, look at that. Congratulations you to you. Thank you.
0: They <laughs> calm down, everyone. All right, good. Thank you. Uh, we like to ask uh, the same, our guests, the same three questions. Now we end on, uh, Tid, do you want to do the honours?
1: Okie dokey. Um, what's got you excited at the moment? Not like I'm right now, motorsport. and this this is an exciting moment, but Jen, mm. it could be it could be anything motorsport orientated, it could be something about your private life, absolutely anything what's got you what's got you excited?
2: Um, what's going on in area fifty one at the moment? <gasps> I have this, my dad, oh. yeah,
0: who is sixty one years old didn't know what area fifty one was really? or never heard of it, and I was like, where, <laughs> what planet have you been living on like honestly. Have
1: you, you? Do you know all about this? Tim? I, I don't know about what you're about to say, okay. but I do know quite oh. a bit about Area 51. Yeah, it's weirdly, a, it's a suspicious. Amount. All right, we'll mm-hmm. come to
0: that in a minute. I just, so, I won't yeah. say
2: it excites me; just intrigued. What are they hiding? What's behind them? Mm. Well, it's been something happening? in the news. Yeah, so basically,
0: there's been a recent Netflix sort of documentary, and people have watched it, and now someone has set up. I think maybe perhaps as a joke, a Facebook um, like in, uh, event. Uh, whereas, which is basically encouraging people to storm Area 51, because they, ca- they can't stuff us all. Uh, but the director, I was listening to watching the news the other day, and the director basically was on the news being like, oh, yeah, obviously, we're all really interested. I think they should let us know what's going on there. But what a horrific idea to storm American, an American military base. <laughs> like, you're not going to win against
1: that. Nah, no, yeah, of course but it is intriguing. What? How come you know so much about Area Fifty One? Well, as you know, I'm an avid podcast listener, yeah. and um, there's a podcast called um, Stuff You Should Know. Mm. You should download it. It's brilliant. It's got everything from this sort of stuff about you know Area Fifty One through to I don't know how does um, how does epilepsy work, mm. or um, you know ha- how does a uh, how does a wheel work why did why is it this shape you know it's all sorts of random and wonderful things and they did one recently about area 51 um and um, and talking about how it started and what it was there for it's only recently that it's become associated with extraterrestrial stuff yes because it you
0: know. on, on the on the i read this so the cia admitted it, it, its existence in the first place it, yeah. back in 2013 yeah But it is it is a military airfield, airbase, going way back, going way back. Like that is the 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 official
1: term on it. Yeah, but they did stuff with you know uh, airplane projects, you know war war warplane projects, Mm. and you know stealth and all that sort of stuff came out of that area. And Area Fifty One is just part of this huge area in the desert, um, which presumably is is next to Area Fifty Two and Fifty Three and Fifty Four. You know, it goes on and on. But that one in particular is this little area within this yeah the Nevada desert where they apparently house all this weird stuff. But I, I'm a firm believer that there is something weird going on there. Like, just the technology... Like, this phone, the phone that I'm holding in my hand, that tech is ridiculous. How have we gone from Snake on my Nokia yeah. 33, whatever it was, uh, to this? Yeah. This is alien technology right here, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's all sorts of rumours that they uh, they house
0: UFOs, and they they hold... I even read somewhere that's where they hold meetings with extraterrestrials. No. So, so, just can you imagine just them sitting in a boardroom? Having huh? yeah. a little...
1: <laughs> just to just our it chat yeah.
0: with a green man exactly but that's interesting um, if not racing <laughs> what would you be doing hmm. boxer boxing, mm. yeah. yeah would you have gone
1: I'd full like pelt things. for that
2: yeah if I'd done it earlier yeah um, yeah that's what sport wise definitely I'd go that, that route
1: I think maybe we should
0: have a boxing match Harry yeah, to No, I'm. I actually, I'm very against boxing. What? So I think, think it's, it's bad for you. It's really? Bad for your head. <laughs> it's Bad for your head. <laughs> like, why are you doing right, yourself okay, like okay, brain yeah. damage? I don't understand why. Why you do that? My dad's a brain surgeon, so yeah. I'm just uh, a bit like, I
1: just don't understand why you do it. It like, just
2: depends how good you are, I suppose. If the worse you are, the the, the more time you get your head punched, yeah. Too, I suppose we could Why? do a white That's
1: collar it. boxing match. I've been dying to do one of these for a long time. Yeah. I actually applied after half a bottle of wine, just like <laughs> feeling a bit cocky. And then Chloe, my wife, found out. She's like, "You're not doing that." Yeah, you So I doing had that. to back out. But I'm really keen <laughs> to sensible. do one. So you and I, you and I, could do one. I mean, you're a bit taller than me. Yeah. Um, but we're similar height-ish. I'm like six foot one, six foot two. You're you're five foot uh, five foot. You're six foot five. Yeah. So, that we're both in that heavyweight category. Yes. Let's do it. How cool would that be? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not going to agree to anything right now, but
0: <laughs> I'm not when it's recorded. We should have a
1: sparring session with Bobby. If we, oh yeah, God, I think I you'd not. beat us both probably. I yeah. don't know. That was pretty bad. <laughs> bad. I, I can see you as a boxer.
2: Yeah. yeah. My grandad was a boxer. Was Second he? Back in the day. Ooh. Yeah not the same grandad the done speedway.
0: Yeah, and we just <laughs> yeah, very multi talented, yeah.
1: we, we haven't talked about the the speedway um going granddad, have we? Uh, what w- what was all that about then the speedway? Did, it was two wheels yeah. going around the track.
2: He was about my age back in the day. Um he was living with his mum and dad in over in the docks over in Canary Wharf yeah. that sort of area. Yeah. Um and he had a bike, bought a bike and he was just running it himself. I think my, his dad was completely against it. Like, yeah. What are you wasting your money on? Um, and then I think moved into car racing, uh, but oval racing, doing hot rods. Yeah. Because I think that's all there really was club level stuff back then. And unless you had big money, you went and done Formula Ford. And yeah. Things, which was kind of expensive, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then had my dad, and then they all raced together on over racing before I was born. So, hmm. Yeah
1: interesting okay the final question for you um, unless we end up nattering about other bits and pieces as we tend to do but how much of your success is about luck and right place right time and how much do you put down to pure hard work I'd say
2: 90% of it is right place right time Um, like I say if I didn't meet my sponsor telling him how much I hate racing Mm. it would never happen I was talking about this with my dad the other day without him I'd still be well, I wouldn't be racing. We don't think. Um, yeah, all the other sponsors that have come on board after that—that is uh, that all hard work and flat out and getting them over the line and meetings. But that meeting, that one big one, that is all about
1: luck. It's funny how um, sponsorship is such. I mean, that's what makes most sport go round, isn't it? isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. especially for drivers who aren't lucky enough to come from money. Yeah, as so many of them are, which is obviously not the case in your yeah. in your instance. You didn't come from money. You've had to work hard. To get your own sponsors and and build a reputation, a brand for yourself to deliver something to those sponsors and yeah. keep racing. So yeah. it's a tough old business. So presumably you're still looking for more sponsors now. Plug, yeah, plug, always plug. plug,
2: plug. <laughs> yeah, give me money yeah. because I want to go racing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you
0: just yeah you're up upfront honest about it pretty yeah. much. True so, sure like, isn't it? You That's got all, it really. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's, but look, we laugh and joke about it. But in terms of companies, there's so much they can get out of it. in yeah. sponsorship, yeah. whether it be. Showing their product off, especially touring cars, you know, it's 50,000 people there. Yeah. Uh, or it's just client entertainment, or some people I've sponsored them and they just enjoy just because they enjoy it. Yeah. They've got some cash, you know? But uh, a lot of the time it's just all business to business stuff and the hospitality, and that's where deals are done
1: to keep me racing. Yeah, yeah cool well thank you for that um, Bobby thank you so
0: much for, I'm glad we finally managed to get you on the podcast we've been yeah. on your car for a few few races now so yeah. it's nice to get you
1: in yeah thank you very much and we'll come me. and see you at a racetrack soon and, and I'll see you on the stag do next weekend yeah I will it <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to beat you at karting. have fun <laughs>
0: thank <you very> much. <laughs> bye cheers Bobby bye. Bye. thank you so much for listening to episode 5 of the Motor Mouth podcast thanks so much to Bobby as well for giving up his time we'll be back with another episode very soon we've lined up some cracking guests for you but in the meantime if you missed any of the first few episodes with Racing Driver and Fernando Alonso Protégé, Carl O'Keefe, uh, Emma Del Actor, Kelvin Fletcher, the first ever Top Gear Stig, Perry McCarthy, uh, and also our recent trip to Goodwood, where we chatted to loads of drivers and got some pretty epic insights as well into a variety of different cars. Uh, you can listen to our Goodwood Highlights podcast if you head over to uh, the MMTV tab on the Motormouth app, or you can just go to our Motormouth YouTube page. Uh, you can see all of the fun we had as well uh, through video form. Loads of exclusive video content for you on there. Make sure you go and check it out. Like, subscribe, and review uh, if you feel so inclined. And follow us on social media as well. On Twitter, we're at Motormouth underscore. On Instagram, we're at Motormouth underscore official. And on Facebook, you just have to search Motormouth. But from me, Harry Benjamin and Tim Sylvie, uh, we'll see you next time.